This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Great seeing you, Dominic. You know, when people ask me what have I been doing in the city, I say, you need to talk to Dominic Carter, because you've been covering me for almost 30 years now. Nice to be with you, Dominic. I think you are really in a very, very high league. And I watch some of your competitors on, frankly, the national shows, and I say, why aren't you doing a national show? Because I really think your delivery and your questioning wow. and your brain power is really at the highest level. So that's good. This is Dominic Carter, everybody. Now, here's Dominic Carter on Talk Radio 7. 77 WABC. And good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Dominic Carter here with you. Talk Radio 77 WABC. The course of this hour, we're going to try to get in as many telephone calls as possible. 800-848-WABC. 800-848-9222. President Trump takes the fifth with local prosecutors repeatedly invoking his right against self-incrimination as he was pressed about his business practices. I have to be straight with you folks, as I always am. The move looked bad. It looks bad, especially the president's past of ridiculing people that took the fifth themselves. But, and here comes the but, and it's a big one. Put yourself. I made this, uh, this, uh, this, this comment last night to Audrey. Put yourself in the other person's shoes. Put yourself in Mr. Trump's shoes. And when you do that, he has good reason, especially after this week, to believe prosecutors are actually out to get him. So if there ever was a person that should invoke the fifth, it is former President Donald Trump. He is, after all, the first former American president to have his home raided. That occurred within the same week. So it looks bad with Trump taking the uh, the fifth. But it also looks bad, very bad, when the current New York State Attorney General ran on an election platform publicly of let's get Donald Trump. Let's take down Donald Trump. I'm referring to the state attorney general, Letitia James. And here's a bit of what she has had to say over time, bashing directly Donald Trump. He built his wealth off the backs of New Yorkers. We need to focus on Donald Trump and his abuses. We need to follow his money. 
We need to find out where he's laundered money. All of those transactions have happened here in New York City. Tell this president and every other individual that no one is above the law. I'm running for attorney general because I will never be afraid to challenge this illegitimate president when our fundamental rights are at stake. A legal system where even the most powerful in the country cannot use a loophole to evade justice. We must do our job to ensure that the man currently occupying the Oval Office is held accountable to any and everything he has done. Wow. You would think that would be justification to remove, to recuse yourself from an investigation of said individual. Clearly, uh, based on uh, her rhetoric, rhetoric, she does not uh, like Mr. Trump in any way. And so if there ever was someone, if you're looking at this objectively, if there ever was someone that should take the fifth before this prosecutor, <laughs> it is former President Trump. It looks bad, looks very bad, but what other option did he have in the same week where the feds raided his Florida home and the same ongoing week where in Georgia there's an investigation, criminal investigation, or at least a, an investigation that centers around uh, Mr. Trump. The former president knew that his words about taking the Fifth Amendment would come back to, on him, come back to a degree to uh, to haunt him. And in his statement, he was being proactive when he said this. I once asked, and he was talking about the 2016 debate with Hillary Clinton, in which he says, I once asked, if you're innocent, why are you taking the Fifth Amendment? Now, this came from the 2016 debate, I believe the first one, where he went after Hillary Clinton. Now, I want you to listen to, to, to this clip, and this is from uh, NBC News. When you have your staff taking the Fifth Amendment, taking the Fifth so they're not prosecuted. When you have the man that set up the illegal server taking the Fifth, I think it's disgraceful. Fifth Amendment. Bob. The mob takes the Fifth. If you're innocent, why are you taking the Fifth Amendment? Fifth Amendment. Horrible. Horrible. He pleaded the Fifth, and that was the end. We never heard about him again. So uh, President uh, Trump... Uh, ridiculing uh, Hillary Clinton um, over some of her staffers taking uh, the Fifth Amendment. And so Trump, in his statement, says, now I know the answer to that question. And again, I once asked if you're innocent, why are you taking the Fifth Amendment? He says, he goes on to say, I now I know the answer to that question. When your family, your company, and all the people in your orbit have become the targets of an unfounded, politically motivated witch hunt supported by lawyers, prosecutors, and the fake news media, you have no choice. You have no choice. And then Trump went on to say, 
that uh, the FBI raid Monday of his Mar-a-Lago resort in uh, Palm Beach, uh, reportedly a search for presidential records, wiped out any uncertainty about whether to cooperate. About whether to cooperate. A couple of other stories I'm following this morning, but I see we're jam-packed with calls already as it relates to Trump. So before I get to Mayor Adams and uh, Governor Abbott and their ongoing feud, let's stick on uh, Trump for a second here. Let's begin with Lisa in Manhattan. Good morning, Lisa, and welcome to the Dominic Carter Show. Thank you, Dom. Can you hear me? Loud and clear. Okay. The already the Democrats overre- overreached. It's backfiring on the Democrats. This raid of uh, Trump's home and uh, Melania's uh, dresses. Wait, 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 Lisa. Wait, wait, wait Lisa. Wait, we're having a very bad problem with the connect with your connection. It sounds very, very staticky, and there's a bad hum. So if you can call us back, we'll put you uh, back to the top of the list and uh, take your call. But um, we have to step in uh, for the time being here. Let's go to Michael in Ridgewood, New Jersey. Good morning, Michael. You are on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Dominic, yes, I'm appalled at what I would call a scandal happening with the current uh, Attorney General of the United States who oversees the FBI and the Marshal Service. Okay, Mike, and, Michael, you you got to get to the point. We have a lot of calls. Go ahead. Go ahead. The point is this. Michael, why, yeah, Michael, why do they deli- do it? Why do they do what? I don't know what you're talking about, Michael. Why do they do what? Raid a home. Oh, so you're referring to the you're without, referring to the Trump without, situation? I don't know what you're talking about. The pres, the former. Okay, that's president. it. Mike, Michael's done. Thank you for the call, Michael. Maybe, maybe I, I, I don't know what happened here. Let's go to another Michael in New Jersey. Good morning, Michael. What's on your mind? Yeah, I think Trump made a mistake by even showing up because who was the attorney general when Obama was president and they told him you have to come before Congress and explain to us why you sold automatic weapons to the drug cartel, which one of them killed a border patrol guard. Right, but but but, but, but but that's a politi- but that's a Michael. That's a political process. Trump was ordered by the courts for this deposition. He had no choice. He tried to fight it. But what was the choice to 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 offend uh, the uh, a federal judge or 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 remember he's already paid fines um, uh, as it relates to I think with one hundred and ten thousand dollars so he was ordered uh, to do this deposition please continue yeah did the attorney general under Obama show up to be asked why in God's name did you sell machine guns to the cartel? It got one of our Border Patrol guards killed because the guy shot him and then left the gun there. And when they checked the serial number, they said, oh, my God, this is one of the guns that we sold him. And he never showed up. He basically said, I can't answer that question, so I'm not showing up. So Trump shouldn't have showed up. When you bring in Obama's attorney general, then I'll show up. Right. What's good enough for the goose is good enough for right. the but gander. That, but, but Michael, that's just not realistic. A, a President Trump didn't have that option. 
No lawyer in America would tell him to engage in that type of strategy based on the Obama uh, attorney general. Let's go to Steve in New Jersey. Good morning, Steve. What's on your mind? Yeah, hi. Um, I understand that the allegations uh, that Trump uh, was mis, uh, uh, misjudging how much his properties were worth and this was, the the uh, appraisal kind of the, the, the well it is a terrible sin if someone's guilty it it, it amounts to fraud because if you say well, if you wait let me just finish Steve if if yeah. a person and I'm not saying that this is President Trump this is what the allegation is if if you say that your home is worth um let's say eighteen million dollars and you get an appraiser to go along with that and your home is only worth a million dollars. That's fraud because the banks are going to give you a loan based on eighteen million when it's only worth a million. That's what the issue is. Such, and who else was prosecuted in such a matter for such a situation? Do we have any idea about that anyway? This well, seems outlandish. It's like I understand it was obviously not the correct thing to do, but it sounds like someone's prosecuting because he had too many. He was misquoting the the value of his uh, merit badges from Boy Scouts. This is ridiculous. Right. Well. I, I don't know about that, Steve. Again, the, the president has, has not, the former president, has not acknowledged any wrongdoing. In fact, he has said that he's done nothing wrong. But the issue is that the, the properties were, and that's it's not a light matter. Uh, if, was, was there any material harm to anyone? Yes, Steve, really? millions of dollars. Are you not hearing me, Steve? Millions of dollars. It's defrauding banks out of millions of dollars. If if your property is not worth what you and your appraiser uh, say it's I mean, worth. This sounds like something that probably a lot of people do anyway, yet he's being prosecuted unfairly. And, and a lot of people, situation. a lot of people as of late have been prosecuted for this same exact issue. Thank you for the call, Steve. Dominic Carter here with you, Talk Radio 77 WABC. Let's go to Linda on Long Island. Good morning, Linda. What's on your mind? Good morning, Dom. I I like President Trump, but he made the biggest mistake, and it wasn't this little thing. The banks don't listen to them. They don't go by that anyway. They They use their own appraisers. They don't give loans on the basis of what somebody says okay this is just a technicality they're trying to get him okay the biggest mistake donald trump ever did was giving them an example of everything they're doing or the crooked things they're doing by never doing he gets into office and he and he knows it's been proven it was on the air his her own people said that hillary clinton was guilty and he should have gone in there, and they should have prosecuted her. They they laughed at him. You know what I mean? They really – you talk about he had respect – everybody gave him respect all over the world. He had respect all over, except for these morons that said, oh, Hillary Clinton got away with it, right? She did all this illegal stuff, so we – you know, shifty shift, we can do the same thing. He's not going to do anything. That's exactly what he did. You know, with the broken windows that uh, Giuliani did, he'd start, you don't let him get away with it, right? And then everybody, like what's going on in New York now? Oh, they get letting him get away with it. So now everybody, oh, now, look, they tell their friend, you could just go in there, rob the place. They're not going to do anything to you. And that's what's going on in New York. 
That's what he did. He started off the wrong way by letting her get away with it, all the crimes that she did, well, but, and everyone knew about but, it. But, Linda, remember, any yes. sitting president, you just don't wave a magic wand and you can do anything and everything you want to do. You've got to deal with Congress, and he had to deal with Mitch McConnell and company. He had to deal with, um, you know, Democrats. You don't just get to wave a magic wand and go after anybody or whoever you may uh, see as as the uh, potential target. But, Linda, I thank you for the call, and I hope that you have a wonderful morning. Let's go from Long Island to Vermont. Let's say good morning to Christopher. Good morning. What's on your mind? Good morning, Dominic. Yeah, uh, apparently Trump is being questioned on uh, over-appraising his property in order to get loans. That's the issue from the New York State Attorney General. Yeah, well, who hasn't done that? Um, I, I, isn't, isn't, that the prop, isn't that the uh, the responsibility of the loaner to send out an appraiser to reassess a property before but I, they but, make a loan? But I think on, um, and, and obviously I don't know about loans at the level of Mr. Trump. I can't begin to imagine his world with his financial success. But but it is a federal crime, uh, and it states so on loan applications. Now, I don't know about his applications, and I don't know if his properties were uh, were actually overvalued. But that's the allegation uh, of what uh, prosecutors are, are are making, so you know I I don't know how all this is um is going to play out, but it's going to be interesting. But you know I I I just thought that it looked bad that he pleaded the fifth, but at the same time he really doesn't have a choice because you have prosecutors that ran for office, right? So we have one in the uh, running for Congress right now in New York. And I don't know if anybody else has uh, noticed it, but the ad starts with, I impeach Donald Trump. That's the way the ad starts. And I'm like, wow, is that something to be proud of? But I guess, I guess in this day and age, thank you for the call, Christopher. I think in this uh, day and age, people are, some, some hold that up as a uh, a, a badge of a, Honor, Jacqueline in Brooklyn. Good morning. Good morning, Dominic. Uh, this is not what I called about. I'll get to that in a second, but I have to put my two cents in. I just can't keep silent. Banks have a responsibility, a fiduciary responsibility, to thoroughly vet those that they give money to, that That's they loan true. money to. That's true. What about the debacle that occurred under Obama? When um, I think it went actually all the way back to Clinton, when anyone and everyone in the banking industry had to give mortgages to people of color um, because they were being, quote unquote, discriminated against. No, they were not being discriminated against. They were judged just like everyone else. If they didn't have the income to support a mortgage, they shouldn't have been given mortgages. And that is what created the whole downfall with the whole uh, mortgage debacle that occurred just about 10 years ago. Um, I've got an extreme headache for the past several days that all of this has been going on. So my original reason for calling was to hopefully bring a little levity to the situation. Um, I hope that you and the rest of your audience will appreciate it and hopefully will think it's entertaining. You had a call yesterday morning, a woman who offered, or actually I should say who promised, to go to Mars when President Trump 
takes his rightful standing in the Oval Office after the 24 election. And you had another caller who I want to thank for her generous her generous offer of building a rocket ship to send her and the guy from Forest Hills to Mars. I would like to do my part as a patriot, and I would like to encourage all of your other listening audience who are true patriots to save the world, and I will promise to finance that rocket ship. <laughs> and any other uh, of those that are like-minded as those two individuals, I'm sure Alyssa will provide ample space for them as well. <laughs> so you're referring to the call from uh, Audrey uh, from you Brooklyn. You got it, Dom. You got uh, it, uh, Yesterday. And, um, and, and uh, uh, Stan is on the line right now um, Well, wish listening. him a good trip for me and <laughs> remind him and Audrey that there's no coming back once they're there. That's it. It's a one-way trip. <laughs> Jacqueline, uh, as always, um, you're informative, informing us, and um, and also making me laugh. So that that's a good thing. Thank you for the call so thank much. Thank you, my friends. I'm glad I could make you chuckle. Yes, thank you. So I mentioned Stan in Forest Hills. So Stan, um, we have a uh, a lot of calls, and uh, in a minute I'm going to go to Denver, Colorado. But you just heard what uh, Jacqueline had to say as it relates to you. Your thoughts? I wasn't going to talk about uh, Trump at all, to be honest with you. I had something else to talk about, which I thought is more important for New York. But uh, considering Donald Trump you know, goes bankrupt in a lot of his properties and doesn't come up with the money, I don't think – since she likes Trump, she'll probably not come up with any money at all. She'll probably go bankrupt or, or go Chapter 11, so I don't care really much what she thinks or what she says. Uh, the key point uh, I wanted to talk about, which is about New York, is – Congestion pricing, quickly. I believe now that Governor Hochul will lose this election because forget about crime, forget about uh, uh, abortion. This congestion pricing is going to destroy New York. If you heard what the numbers are, how much they're going to charge people to come in there, this is a disaster for New York. The governor well, must turn. I, it is the I, worst thing that can happen. I, I'm shocked that you just said that a Democrat might lose. I, I, I believe it now because of the congestion. Do you so, hear so, the numbers? So, so you didn't believe it's it. Unbelievable. So, so, Stan, ahead, so you, didn't, you didn't believe it when I told you that in this climate it's possible that she could lose. You didn't believe it then, but you believe it now. Only only on the uh, on congestion because she is not <laughs> going to change her mind on it. Con- no, no. You, 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 on this Stan, I'm just thing, giving you a hard time. I know, baby. I know that. <laughs> no, but... I mean, if you've heard what's going to happen, this is a disaster for New York. It is. I mean, and Staten Island, which is a Republican, which I don't like there anyway, they're going to get hit. I mean, New York, this is I've been against this from the start. This has been passed. She ain't going to lose on abortion. She ain't going to lose on crime. This will be the one I may not even vote. I'm not going to vote for that other idiot, Lee Zeldin. But I've been on this passion fight for a long time on this is a disaster. And Dominic Carter, who comes into New York by car, will be paying through the nose. This is unbelievable. It doesn't make sense. It will destroy us financially. Cars, I mean, it's, I, I, you probably know about it better than me. Am I wrong? Am I, I forget about the other things. This, will, this is the nail in the coffin. Well, Stan, whenever, whenever you're on, people call right away. And um, and and they they want to let me know 
that they're not happy that I put you on. Can't, but uh, uh, on this subject, <laughs> what do you think? I mean, need your view, you know your your view on this is a local matter. Hey, hey, hey Stan, you haven't noticed when I'm deflecting and trying to move away, <laughs> trying to move away from an issue. I know. I, I All right, think, I'll let I you think, go to another. Wait, 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 wait. No, 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 no. Hold on. Wait, 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 wait. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. I think congestion pricing. One, I don't think the money is going to go to the MTA. You know how many times I've heard. Uh, money's going to go to a certain agency, and then 15 years later, we find out just the opposite. And then, two, let's say the money does go to capital programs for the MTA, right? I've got a problem with the MTA because they spend an awful lot of money with a lot of their executives driving company cars. And I know that doesn't amount to a lot of money, but when you're going to charge people between 9 and $23 for to come into Manhattan, What's going to happen if I'm a businessman in Manhattan, if I own a diner in Manhattan, you are just about to kill my business. Because who's going to come into Manhattan during those peak hours, Stan? But I want to go to Brooklyn, who says he's in Brooklyn. He wants to say something to you. And so you're both on the air. Brooklyn, what do you want to say to Stan? He's listening. No, I do want to say Stan. Stan has Stan has his own mind. With it. I wanted to ask a question. When you spoke about the Fifth Amendment, I want to I, I want to I want to know what do you think you said that it looks bad for Donald Trump? I already explained right? that. No, 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 no. I know okay, you already okay, explained okay, that. Okay, okay, well, okay. Well, wait, 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 wait. Just hold, just hold on, just no, hold no, no, on. No, no. No, sir. This is not your show. Hold on for one second. Stan, I'm going to let you go. Thank you for the time. Now, sir, you can go ahead. You don't have to overtalk me to get your point across. Go ahead. Is he is he guilty? Is he guilty? I don't know. How would I know? Is he guilty? How so, would I know? So, so, yeah, yeah. Bring me how you would know. This is what you're saying. If a young black man gets stopped and he says, "I'm taking the fifth because they're investigating him," and he's exercising his right, just like the, just like the president, ex president is exercising his okay, right. So, so how, how, okay, why does okay. that make him look guilty? Okay, on, so, man. so you know, okay, you, so wait, you, you wait, wait, have it, you wait, know? wait a second. Where did we get this guy from? I don't even know how he got through to get on the air, to be honest with you. If you listen to me, what I said was, considering the president's past where he would ridicule others that took the Fifth Amendment, that that does not look good. However, if there ever was someone that can plead the Fifth, it is Mr. Trump, given the situation that he is in. Now, what part do you not understand of what I said, sir? Make it, that doesn't make him guilty. Or I even didn't say, guilty. He's, sir, did I say he's guilty? Has he? It's not even a criminal trial. Sir, are you okay this morning? It's not even a criminal trial. It's a civil matter. That's what I'm saying. It's not even a criminal trial. They- Okay, all right. Let, 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 listen, guys, we got to pay much better attention to who gets through on the air. This, this, this can't happen. It is now time for a break. We'll be right back. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust, or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Talk Radio 77. W-A-V-E. 
Highlighting stories that hit close to home, from your borough to your dinner table. This is Carter Cares. And we're a few minutes early with our Carter Cares segment, and we're going to go right back to the telephone calls in just a second. But two stories that have caught my attention are as it relates to animals, two horrible situations. One Onlookers had to watch in horror just a few hours ago as a carriage driver whipped the horse after it collapsed on a New York City street. The horse was exhausted and collapsed during the uh, evening rush hour Wednesday, lying on the ground while the uh, driver repeatedly struck him and ordered him to get up. And so uh, this happened uh, at first, and you can see all this on video. The animal's knees buckled in a video, and uh, the, the, the animal goes down. This happened at 9th Avenue and West 45th Street, and the man is uh, yelling at the horse, get up, get up, come on, get up. Um, and then some of the people standing around were not happy. Uh, one man said, what if I slapped you around like that, bro? Another one said, stop slapping him. And the carriage uh, driver said, I'm trying to get him up all right. Uh, and then the NYPD responded. And after um, putting water on the horse, uh, as the horse continued to just lay down on its side, and, and hopefully the horse is okay, um, after about an hour, a group of uh, police officers that doused the uh, horse with water the horse finally got back up on his feet. This lasted for more than an hour in full public view. The second issue, as it relates to uh, animals, and we're about to go back to your telephone calls, a crazed homeless man attacked a dog that was taking a walk in Prospect Park and left the dog in such with such serious injuries, the dog later died, according to the owner. The assailant shouted angry comments about immigrants and sprayed a bottle of urine on the uh, two-and-a-half-year-old uh, golden retriever mix named Moose and its owner before hitting them with a stick so hard that the animal suffered a fatal intestinal Injury, And the owner, imagine how she feels. She says he was just trying to protect me and he was just a dog. Why would you hit a dog? Why would you hit a dog? So two situations, horse collapsing in Manhattan and in Brooklyn, a crazed homeless man uh, attacking a a dog. We are talking about uh, President Trump former President Trump, um, uh, stating the Fifth Amendment before New York prosecutors. I haven't even started yet on Mayor Adams and Texas Governor Greg Abbott. Uh, We will get to that in just a second. But let's go back uh, to the uh, telephone calls. Let's go to Byron in Denver, Colorado. Good morning, sir. Welcome to Talk Radio 77 WABC. Good morning, Dom. A uh, quick question for uh, clarification and then uh, a comment, and I'll hang up and listen if that's okay. Okay. The question is, my understanding is that the uh, 
uh, FBI made on Mar-a-Lago was to uh, supposedly take documents that are supposedly the property of the U.S. government and not the property of the uh, former and soon-to-be future president. And it's my understanding that it's pretty common for presidents to keep many, if not most, of their papers, and, and many go on to write, you know, 800-page memoirs about their time in the uh, Oval Office. And uh, I thought that was a, a common practice. Well, it, 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 it depends on what the documents are. As a matter of fact, some presidents, it go on. The documents go on uh, for their personal uh, libraries that will be set up uh, down the road. We, we All we're doing is speculating right now, everyone, because no one knows. We don't, we don't have the information, unfortunately, uh, as of yet. We technically, considering we haven't seen the affidavit, we haven't seen the... Uh, the search warrant, we believe that that's what they were looking for, documents, but we don't know how sensitive the documents are. To, to answer your question, we don't know exactly much except for what's already out there in the public arena. Okay, and, and now my uh, quick comment is that uh, uh, it seems to me that uh, a lot of the problems with the criminal justice system today them directly from the fact that the U.S. Department of Justice and FBI, which claim as part of their mission statement that they provide oversight of local law enforcement and prosecutors and judges when localities and states are not able to provide that degree of oversight, and they have not been doing that. And so I'm very glad having a uh, been uh, thrown in uh, prison despite uh, not being in a fight in over 30 years when I was eight and having uh, no criminal history property or physical or threatening or anything of that nature. And uh, I was thrown in the worst prison in North Carolina because I went to the FBI and DOJ to blow the whistle, so to speak, on decades of sexual abuse taking place in the local schools, and the FBI and DOJ did nothing. And frankly, I was treated better than certain other uh, members of the population were who were shot up to 25 times or more and and murdered because, uh, well, perhaps because of, uh, you know, their race. And and I was just... uh, thrown in the worst prison in North Carolina okay, by well, having no criminal history. Well, and I think that falls on the DOJ and FBI. Okay, and well, thank you. Listen. Thank you. I, I appreciate your call. I can't comment on that because I don't know the facts of of uh, of the situation, of your personal situation. And, frankly, that's not the topic that we're discussing uh, this morning. Let's see here. Let's continue with our telephone calls. Let's let's go to our friend Jennifer in Boston. Good morning, Jennifer. What's on your mind? Hey, Dominic. Always a pleasure, and I thank you for letting me speak. Um, I'm kind of I'm kind of speechless because I didn't know about the situation with this horse or the dog in New York City, and um, anybody who is not just gutted to the core by these two violent, heartless beings that could do this to innocent animals 
Um, it just it just kills me, Dominic. I don't understand. I, you know, and I guess people feel certainly they're entitled to beat up animals because they can do it to people and they don't get anything happen to them. So, you know, why would they think anything's going to happen if they if they beat on an animal? Um, I just don't know. You know of my adoration for dogs, <laughs> as as yours with your Dolce, who I still think of often. Um, I, and I just feel for what you went through with, you know, him. And it's just, it's horrible. They bring such joy into your life. And those horses, um, those carriage horses, I think they should get rid of them. I think they're charming to look at. But it's an antiquated notion at this point. And uh, it's the same thing with horse racing or dog racing. There's too much risk. You know, you look at a place like Santa Ana where, the, you know, so many horses get killed, breaking their legs. And it's and, just not fair. And, 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 and at the end of the day, Jennifer, and I thank you for your call, the horses are not machines. They're not machines. And in, in, uh, in the temperatures that we've been having lately, um, around close to 100 degrees, you know, you just can't expect a, a horse to be out there for hours uh, pulling a carriage and and hundreds of pounds that go along with it. And as far as this uh, crazed homeless man that attacked a dog, I mean, th- th- this is the world that we live in. Progressive politicians let them get away with attacking humans. So, you know, it's just a matter of time. It's until they start attacking animals. It's real simple. The solution is real simple. You make it clear. If you attack someone that you don't know, whatever the situation may be, you are going to Rikers and we'll work this out a few weeks later or whatever the case may be. That's how you stop it, because they're not going to want to be at Rikers for two or three weeks. Now the system is a joke. You do you do whatever you do. You might be home the same day, if not the same day, then tomorrow. Then you live to fight another day. You do it all over again the next day. Dominic Carter here with you, Talk Radio 77 WABC. Coming up at 1 a.m., Frank Morano and the other side of midnight. Let's go to Ina in Manhattan. Good morning. What's on your mind? Hi, Dominic. How are you? I'm well, thank you, and I hope you're well. Thank you. Um, um, I want to talk about the teacher, the teacher, the, the attorney general. Letitia James. She's a disgrace. She's a disgrace to the to, to New York. She and the mayor. I don't see what they're doing. All she does, she went on 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 the here and said how oh, many abortions she has, and defending defending women's rights and blah blah blah. And she's not doing anything. Look how the look at the way she coming at Mr. Trump. He has done nothing. All of them, he he brought this this country. Back to what is supposed to be like with Kennedy, um, Kennedy and all the other presidents uh, 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 that bef- was before, and now they come and they're just mashing up the place. Miss, 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 the, the mayor is a is a idiot. I go back when. Do you remember when Artland Letter had a show on the TV in the sixties, and these little four-year-old boys, five-year-old boys. Was on and they and he asked, "So what? What you want to be when you grow up?" 
And some of them say, I want to be a fireman. Some say, I want to be a doctor. One little black boy was on the, on the TV, and he said, when they said, so Harry, like his name was Jojo. So Jojo, what would you want to be when you grow up? I want to be a black, I want to be a white man. And he uttered a pause. And he said, why do you want to be a, a white man? Because grandma said, Okay. Excuse All right. Okay. No. 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 I. I can't. I. I. No. 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 I. I have. To, I. I know you apologize, but I have to end the call at 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 that point. I. I know you slipped. You didn't mean to make that comment. Um. And and we'll we'll chat with you um uh, another uh, evening. Dominic Carter here with you. Talk Radio seventy seven WABC. We are going to take a break. When we come back. We're going to go to our friend Audrey in Brooklyn, to Pennsylvania, New Jersey, and Staten Island. We'll be right back. Handling legal matters is stressful. So let the law offices of Frank Bruno Jr. provide you with the insightful counsel you deserve. The law offices of Frank Bruno Jr. has successfully handled thousands of cases for 25 plus years. They focus on elder law and estate planning, but are equipped to navigate you through all stages of family law and divorce to real estate law and probate. The law offices of Frank Bruno. Call 718-418-5000 or visit them at frankbrunolaw.com. That's frankbrunolaw.com. Frank Bruno. No, he's your numero uno. They say this is a big rich town. I just come from the poet's part. Bright light city life, I gotta make it. Now, here's Dominic Carter on Talk Radio 77 WABC. And we are back, going right back to the telephone calls. And coming up at the top of the hour, he'll be joining me in a few minutes, Frank Morano, the other side of midnight. I mentioned our friend Audrey in Brooklyn. Good morning, Audrey. Good morning. And I'm not the one to tiptoe and say, Dominic, you are doggone sure a great journalist because um, you got a taste of stupid don't get tired on two of your phone calls. But um, I was listening and thinking about um, what's happening with Abbott and, and, and um, Adams, and at this point it's getting silly. It's like, uh, you know, to canvas or go down with the bus, it's not, you know, it's not solving a problem. But what I don't understand is how is this something that um, the government can't step in and do? And don't tell me about no building the wall and all that stuff. But how are you anyway? <laughs> I'm I'm doing well. When you say, see, Audrey, th- th- this goes back to the conversation I was trying to allude to yesterday. We don't have unlimited dollars. Where is all of this money going to come from for people that are not even citizens of the country? You know what's crossed my mind also? I know I'm going to get some silly calls about me saying this. But what if um, the Native Americans felt that way? When, when the colonists came here and sent them back. This is the country that they say, bring your folks and we'll help you out. Something like that. Am I correct? Well, immigrants. Remember? It's in, well, bring, I can't quote the, the whole thing. No, I understand. Um, I understand. I understand. All, all I can tell you, Audrey, is that this is the year 2022. And I know I'm tired of the taxes that I pay. And I don't want to pay a dime more. As a matter of fact, the number one issue for where I'm going next is, well, crime, obviously, decent community, but taxes. And that's why I say Saddle River, because if I go to Saddle River, 
my twenty six thousand in taxes goes down to about ten, eleven thousand dollars. So that's my top priority. People are tired, Audrey. America can't and this is why Trump was elected when he said America first. People don't wanna I know I don't want to hear it. I'm not gonna say people, I'm me right now. You know, listen, I feel for you, but good luck with that. That's that's your situation. America can't take in everybody, Audrey, and pay for it. I mean, that's just not realistic. But I hear you, and I always enjoy your telephone calls. So thank you very much. Let's go to Dave in Pennsylvania. Good morning, Dave. What's on your mind? Morning, Dominic. I, I'm, I was thinking about the, the comment you made about Patricia James and her should be recusing herself from this case. Clearly, she has a, a political a prejudice against Trump for a, a, a history, well-documented. How come she's not required to recuse herself? I don't understand the whole recusal thing. My question to you is, you know, could, she, could her, her case be completely undermined because of her prejudice, or is, there, or is there just something that she just has to do on her own volition to make it look like she's being unbiased? Well, Dave, you're bringing up some good points. Normally it is the uh, prosecutor themselves that step up and recuse themselves. And given the comments, the unprecedented comments that she has made about Trump, you would think that she would recuse herself for for the appearance of, of at least looking neutral. Because how can you be neutral when you ran on a platform of destroying the then president of the United States. And and you know what? It's just not right. It's not fair. And it has to be called out. And, you know, so to answer your question directly, she should have recused herself. But that is something that apparently, who's going to tell the top dog, the top elected official in the office to recuse yourself? No one is. Not if you want a job. So so she's got to uh, do it on her own. But thank you for the call, Dave. Let's go to Maria in Brooklyn. And after Maria, we're going to bring in Frank Morano, and then we're going to go back to more of your telephone calls. Good morning, Maria. Good morning. First of all, um, I want to say to everyone who is thinking of President Trump, say a prayer. For his safety and the safety of his yeah. family. Maria, your phone I, your phone is going in and out. It's it's very hard to hear you. I heard say a prayer for President Trump, but is it is it directly to your phone to your mouth? Yeah, see, I'm sorry, Maria. We we can't we can't take the call because I can't hear a word that you're saying. With me right now, Frank Morano, the other side of midnight. Good morning to you, sir. Hello, Dominic. How are you, my friend? I'm doing well. So, what do you have coming up? All this right, morning? we got an action-packed show. We're going to have our normal Thursday weekly sit-down with uh, Brian Kilmeade, who's always interesting. Looking forward to chatting with him about this Mar-a-Lago raid and what the political implications are. At this rate, uh, personally, I don't think Donald Trump could have plan this any better for himself. I mean, he's benefiting politically enormously in terms of at least where the Republican primary contest is at this point. So we'll look and we'll look forward to seeing what Kilmeade has to say. And then we do our Atlantic City segment on Thursday mornings. Well, this morning we're going to focus on a different aspect of Atlantic City than we typically do. You know, normally we talk about the casinos, the restaurants, the hotels, the entertainment, the beach. 
Today we're going to talk about higher education in Atlantic City. The president of Stockton University just announced that he's going to be retiring. So we're going to take a look at what it's like to run a college in Atlantic City and what that's like as a, as a college president and as a student. So a lot, a lot of un- other interesting things. Demi Lovato is a woman again. We're going to explain that. We're going to get into the Alex Jones situation and uh, a whole lot more. So I'm looking forward to it. So another great show. Uh, one would hope. One never knows. <laughs> Let's get to as many calls as we can together. You select the next caller. How about uh, how about Marianne in Queens? Good morning, Marianne. You're talking to Frank and Dominic. Good morning, uh, Frank and Dominic. Thank you for taking my call. Uh, this is my opinion, okay? The president has to take the Fifth Amendment because the FBI were in a fishing expedition. And Donald Trump should not answer any questions because of the following answers, the, the following uh, reasons. If the attorney general was supposed to be an independent official, but she has declared that she was in a mission to bring a president down when she was running for that position. Second, we don't know what they put in those boxes. Even Donald Trump don't know. Okay, but wait, wait, you're, you're confusing two investigations right now. You, you're talking about the... Uh, 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 maybe you're making a general I comment about all of them. Value because that's what they are. That that's what how they want to take him. So they put in those. He doesn't know what they put in there. We don't know, and it doesn't matter what he answers. Right, they but Letitia James doesn't have anything. What I'm trying to explain, and 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 thank you for the call, Marianne. Letitia James doesn't have anything to do with the raid or or the uh, the. Um, the investigation, federal investigation, federal right. investigation um, out of Florida. Letitia James is only New York City, but you are correct that she ran on a platform of uh, bringing down Trump. Let's go to Tom in the Bronx. Good morning, Tom. What's on your mind? Okay, Carter. Um, why doesn't this city take care of its homeless, mentally ill population. This has been going on for eons. Mayors don't even address it no more. Now, granted, uh, people okay, are complaining wait, that wait, it might wait, be... Wait, 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 Tom, Tom, when you, say, when you say, why doesn't New York take care, that's an open-ended question. you got to define, what are you really saying? I don't okay, understand. Okay, you're, you're right, you're right. Mental institutions, because they are mental, all right? They are killing people. I don't care what color they are. I care about people. This is something that it just is overlooked every year. These people need help, you know. Too many of them don't even know what they're doing. We have to address this. And why don't each state put up its own law? Okay, I'm good with you. Have a good night, brother. Okay, okay. Well, thank you. I mean, hey, hey, you know what, Frank? Tom, Tom brings up a, a, a good point there. But my, my counter is that... Where's all this money going to come from, right? But you can't just leave them on the street. I mean, look look at what we're dealing with. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, and I, I maybe I'm wrong, but I and I've heard you do segments about how crime used to be much worse in in uh, other times of our history. But something's got to give uh, with these mentally ill people. Oh, no doubt about it. Attacking I mean, dogs uh, and I mean, and uh, and it, for their own sake. I mean, I think really we need and. Eric Adams to, has talked about this to some extent. A, a broader use of Kendra's law. We need a re-extension of Kendra's law, and we need to treat uh, schizophrenia and violent mental illness 
as illnesses to be treated, not as civil rights to be protected. And I think that's where sort of the mental health industry has actually really hurt not just people that are in need of treatment, but they've hurt the population as a whole. But I, I, I think, to be honest with you, that the mayor is making a big mistake. And, and here is the mistake. There is yet another report. I didn't get a chance to focus on it this morning, that the mayor was out. I don't know if it's accurate, if it's accurate or not, at, at a, no, a new exclusive, yet another exclusive oh, wow. club where the membership costs normally $100,000. Man of the people. So the first question becomes, if, if I'm advising Mayor Adams, the first thing I would say is, Mr. Mayor, it looks awful. This is the last place on earth that you should be. Then the second question that I would say to the mayor, I would say, the day before you were elected, did any of these clubs want you there? Did any of these clubs, these exclusive clubs, did they want you in their company? And we already know the answer well, to that. You know, I don't understand, you know, in the top of the hour intro to your show, you hear Mayor Adams actually say, you've been covering me for years. Where's the mayor been? How come he doesn't come on with you and answer some of these questions? That's another story for another uh, day. Really? That's <laughs> that, a story I look forward that, to hearing. That, that's another story for another day. Um, but, you know, and, and I, I, well, we can get one more call in. I will, um, I will focus on, on the mayor's part. And where he was at recently another time. You select the next caller. Uh, how about my friend Neil on Staten Island? All right, Neil. Good morning. Go right ahead, please. Yeah, I didn't sleep all day, so I could listen to you two guys all night. <laughs> but uh, I'd like to say that the mayor is out of his lane. The governor uh, of Texas should be talking to the governor of New York. I don't know where Hulk is. She hasn't said a peep. Well, she could come up with $35 million to give anyone in the world an abortion. She should come up with some money for these illegals. And the mayor should get his butt down into the subway with his gun on him and start fighting crime, which is what he's elected to do. Hey, Neil, you you know what? And, and we're short on time, but I want to thank you. If you get a chance, give us a call back. Either call Frank back during his show or give me a call tomorrow because you just touched on something that's very important. Neil just said, and he's right, there's this big pot of money for women to come into New York and have abortions, right? But what about the people that are here that need services? What, what about that? You better hope the service is an abortion. <laughs> or, or, or you're in trouble. That's right. Well, I look forward to your show. I will be back again tomorrow. Dominic Carter, Talk Radio 77 WABC. You want to keep it right there. Frank Milano on the other side of Midnight starts right now.